Blessed be your name, O God. For in Jesus' name we are praying. And we shall be the Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, please can we move a bit forward? Let's move forward so that uh, we can reserve the back seat for people that will come with. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. I want to welcome every one of you to this Tuesday fellowship tonight. And I trust the Lord that the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. The hand of God will mighty upon every one of us in Jesus' name. The Lord will open our hearts tonight and He will grant us an entrance into His world in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I am trusting the Lord tonight that the Lord will grant unto us a very strong word. Amen. What did I say? The Lord will grant unto us a very strong word. Hallelujah. And we will live by His word. In the name of Jesus Christ. We will live by His word. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm bringing this word to you tonight. Majorly also because of what a day like this meant to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, I want us to just prepare ourselves as we hear the word. Amen. Now I'm trusting the Lord that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Please, let's not be distracted. Let's settle down to have this word. And I know that this work will bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, let me just say one or two things. The first thing I want to tell you is that what I want to share with you tonight is not just a product of my reading the Bible. It's the product of what God spoke to me about my own personal life, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Which I want to share with us tonight. And I'm trusting the Lord that the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. One of the things that I have been trusting God to do in life is not to live in vain. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Is to live well because I have found out that there are so many good things in the world. Praise the name of the Lord. I do not in any way desire to live my life just anyhow. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I do not want to be carried in the happiness of men. I want to be a Christian. And I want to be sure that if I have to close my eyes in death, I am sure of where I am going. Praise the name of the Lord. So that is burning in my heart. And I need it 
to really know what really or how really is the man supposed to be? Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I didn't just want to live. I want to live true to the purpose of God that brought me to this place. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, if some people want to really describe me, you will, for those, maybe my wife will be able to describe me very, very well. Praise the Lord. I am not too much of an excited person. Praise the Lord. Not because I don't get excited. But you see, what excites me, sometimes it will shock people. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. What excites me is not money. Praise God. I'm, I'm, and I'm telling you this honestly. Money is not what excites me because I have come to see some level of riches and I've come to see the deceitfulness of riches. Praise the Lord. I have seen riches. I have, in, my, in the course of my life, worked with people that have wealth. Praise the Lord. Um, I have also touched some little money in my journey in life. Praise the Lord. So, and I've come to discover the vanity of riches. Praise God. I have been privileged to visit some very good places upon the face of this earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I've stayed in some very decent places. Very, very decent places. Which we call five star hotel. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Both within Nigeria and outside of Nigeria. The best hotel in Abuja is probably the Transcorp Hilton, isn't it? I've spent several nights there where we sat down and we are taking dinner with governors and all that. Everything was there. We are all taking food in the same bowl. I've enjoyed that. So, I've visited the city of power, the Asura of Nigeria, I've been to several governor's office, shake hands with the government. I've traveled in every means of transportation that is available upon the face of the earth. Praise the Lord. I've entered ship, I've entered pool, I've climbed Okada. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I have uh, entered bicycle. I have trekked. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I can say that I have seen some certain things. I, I, I'm only telling you some reviews. And I have come to realize that there is something in our world. The person that has not gotten there aspire to get there. Those that have got there, they are tired of being there. And the question will be how is a man supposed to live? Praise the Lord. How is a man supposed to 
Jesus to you. Amen. 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 I remember the, the day I arrived in London. I've been wanting to go to London. So 2018, I traveled there. The first disappointment I had was the was the airport where I dropped. We call it the Gatwick Airport. And I've been hearing about Gatwick, I've been hearing about uh, what's this popular airport? Italy. So, so when I got there and he told us that we are in London, I kept asking myself, am I sure we are in London? That this is not London. Because you see, the place looks very not too different from Lagos, honestly. And I was totally disappointed, praise the Lord. Yeah, totally, I must tell you the truth, totally disappointed. Maybe because where I was coming from, I actually passed through Dubai. Oh. And Dubai is a beautiful city. Yeah, I saw airport I have not seen before. Ah, I entered one terrible train like that. From one, I mean, it was a beautiful city. Then I saw this, uh, because I spent about nine hours there. I saw this wonderful hotel, Posh Kalibu. How many of you have heard of that hotel? 150 stone building. You understand? Terrible, beautiful. Magnificent. So, uh, this is good. So, I was thinking that uh, London would be better than this. Ah, well, it was as old as Lagos. Prevailing. And that is the honest truth. However, my disappointment was terrible. When I now visited where they call the Buckingham Palace, and I look at the place. There's one in London and uh, you need to go to America. Ha! To the California bar. Ha! You don't know me, but uh, now what am I trying to tell you? I saw that there is vanity in this world. Because it is when you have not gotten there that you desire it. When you get there, there is nothing in you. Please tell me about it. Except to sin. Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Except to sin. As a matter of fact, when I was there, I was tired of the food I was eating in the hotel. That I desired to eat Amala at Yegusi. So I started walking the streets, and lo and behold, I saw this building painted in Nigerian color. Green, white, green. Mobayas Bay. It's a white man, but he makes Amalaru. But then you see, it was expensive. But then, it will satisfy my soul. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And then, they said, ah, if you get to places like Jali, it will be wonderful. Then I traveled to Jali. And when I got there too, 
you know, I saw so many things, you know, so many beautiful things, you know, as a matter of fact, the current design of my house in London, I actually saw it first in China, in, in uh, China. seven days. I said, yes. He said, uh, you don't like our country? Is it that you don't want to stay in Germany? I said, I have a job to do in Nigeria. And the guy looked at me and gave me extra days. Praise the Lord. And this is what Nigerians want to die for. The day I traveled to Egypt, the real Egypt in the Bible, praise the Lord. I saw everything. I saw the river Nile. I saw Red Sea. Red Sea is not red. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I saw everything. And I was shocked that the guy that took us around actually denied the Bible. Yes. I said, is it true that God parted the Red Sea and uh, the Egypt? He said, that story is not true. Can you truth? I'm telling you, in Egypt they, they deny everything the Bible said about the Egyptians. That was the place I saw a revolving palace. The pharaoh of Egypt, where he stays, is a revolving, is a turning house. So if you think this is the front of the palace today, tomorrow the front will have moved. Are you with me? It was a revolting house. That's where the Pharaoh of Egypt stays. Pharaoh is the name of their king. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Up to tomorrow. I saw this. They took us to the pyramid. I saw the pyramid. I entered into it. I saw so many things. And yet, some people were still denying the fact that Jesus Christ came. In fact, they didn't know anything about Jesus. In Egypt. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Went to the premises and just saw that there is nothing to this life. That's the point I'm trying to do. Praise the Lord. Brethren, let me tell you, there is nothing to this life. So I wanted to know what is it that a man should live for. Amen. How are we supposed to live? I pray for all of you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord will grant your heart's desires. Amen. But let me tell you this after the granting of your heart's desires, there is more to life. 
the name of the Lord. I remember when we were traveling to that Egypt, we flew through Maiduguri uh, in Nigeria. And after Maiduguri, we entered, just before we, uh, we left Maiduguri, because you see, you'll be seeing everything, how you are going, how your plane is flying, you'll be seeing it as a film, in the TV in front of you. And when we left Maiduguri and we left Nigeria, we entered into the Sahara Desert. Beloved, Sahara Desert is the desert. Have you seen the desert before? Ah, in fact, it got to a point on the journey that we entered into, in fact, the pilot had to announce that, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are entering into a, a rocky side of Sahara Desert, and that the entire Sahara Desert is more than Nigeria five times. The desert is a yes. Nigerian Republic is three quarter inside Sahara Desert. I don't know how those people exist. Then we enter into the rocky part of it. You will be hearing the echo of the rock in the plane. You understand? So the pilot knew that some of the passengers were getting agitated. That kilo to do here. You know, inside plane, any small sound makes a lot of meaning. He kilo do it. And he said, ah, it is uh, the echo of the rock. And you know what came to my mind as I sat down is that. Now, how many of you have been to the Babich, the Nigerian Babich, the Lagos Babich? You see the way the wave of water moves. That is the way sand moves in Sahara Desert. I'm talking about real sand. When we got to Egypt, in Egypt, particularly where the pyramids are, you can stand at a point and you will be seeing the next 100 kilometers in front of you. All sand. It was all sand. And you know the question I asked myself is this. A job. Is this where some Nigerians trek? Do you know some Nigerians? Because they don't believe Nigerians, they trek through that Sahara Desert. I had to ask the guy that sat I said, is it true that Nigerians are? He said, yes, okay. Nigerians are Turkish. You won't see anything. The pool of sand with terrible animals. That's what is there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And then I had a privilege of going to see the Mediterranean Sea. What the, the, the line, the sea that divided Europe and Africa. If you see that sea, it's not the type that you see in Lagos. Only a man, no, I'm not a chicken. All manners. 
In fact, if you have to fly through Turkey, Istanbul, their airport, you will think you are going to land on the Mediterranean Sea. You will just suddenly see their tarmac. Because their tarmac is next to the Mediterranean Sea. And that was where I had the privilege of seeing that sea very properly. And then they told us that, do you know that Nigerians, you know this thing that they blow, that children used to jump on? Bouncing That is what they make into a boat that some Nigerians use to travel across the Mediterranean Sea to get into Spain. Because it will cost you more than maybe six or seven hours. But the danger is this one, they travel in the midnight. Two, it will not cost a shark, it will just cost a shark a single bite. You will just bite that thing around and it will deflate. That's why a lot of them died here. A lot of them. A lot of them. When we come back, when I was coming back from Egypt, they had to partition our plane and brought some people. They were refugees that could not that they did not succeed in crossing to Europe. They had to fly them back to Nigeria. And I knew they were very well. When those of us that came down normally, when they allow us to come down, and when they brought them out, they were looking so dirty and bad. So terrible. Now, what am I trying to bring up? Life needs no meaning. If you have seen some of those things, if it is that thing, too much of don't join your new junior, then it doesn't matter. Because when you see people that have had that privilege and they talk to you about it, you will know that there is really nothing too serious about this world. And that raised a question in my heart. What is the real meaning of life? And how are we supposed to live? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If it is food, you know how to eat. Honestly speaking, when they take you to eat buffet in some satin, a buffet in transport building in Abuja, as at 2015, that I stayed in that hotel, is 13,000 naira per foot. Keep it very cheap. Keep it very cheap. In fact, when we enter where they are, where we are say this, all that we leave I am telling you, you will no longer be hungry. The day they took me to Sheraton, that I went there to eat the buffet, that was the first time. That was in 2001. 2000, I was still a young boy then, so they took me to Batimurum Jail. They called it Papillon. That's the restaurant. When the food greeted me, I became embarrassed. And food left, hunger left me. To the point that the only thing I could eat is rice. 
And the guy that took me there said, you just wasted this food. Because everything was there. Everything. In fact, there was one Igbo guy that came to That was the day I saw somebody. <laughs> I told my wife, Opu, Omweba, Ukwobe, and then Okro. And then he chose, he took my money. Yes, and it too. Because when you go to meat section, ah, don't worry. I, I, was, I was getting embarrassed. And I said, ah, everything here I must taste. I must taste. Then he went to two care. There is, there is turkey, there is dog, there is pigeon, there is chicken, there is, there is, uh, what is this one that? Oh, this one. No, I'm talking about birds now. Birds, <laughs> dog, turkey, quills, chicken, that is flying animals. <laughs> then you go to the walking animal. There is vanity in this world. I am telling you. I am telling you. He didn't take long. That evil boy, before we finished eating, he went to the toilet twice. Yes, <laughs> now. Either to commit or to go and No, you can't eat that kind of nonsense after you. Your tummy will not. The point I'm raising is that there is a limit to which even your tummy can accept. Yes. Isn't it vanity in this world? If you spend, go and try it. If you spend more than 13 hours on the bed, even if it's a water bed, I've slept on water bed before. It is your body, your body that will start complaining. Stand up. Are you following me? So, where is life? What exactly is life in its in the truth? And I kept asking this question. And let me tell you the honest truth. I sat my heart in it. Particularly in a day like this. And I kept asking, what really? How are we supposed to live? How do we live here? And I found the scripture, which I want to share with you. I'm not bothering with my stories. So, let's go to Matthew, the same Matthew. Chapter 4. Mm. The same Matthew chapter 4. Let me start to read from this one. He said, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards burned. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made what? Bread. But he answered and said, It is written. Everybody say, It is written. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone. Hallelujah. 
upon you. You may wonder what has this got to do with what I am about to share with you. It has everything to do with it. Praise the Lord. Now let me tell you five things from the scriptures. The first thing is this. You see, you will wonder, why is it that Matthew, because Matthew, Mark, and Luke recorded this too, isn't it? Yes. Where did they get it from? Because they were not there. Isn't it? Yes, sir. They were not there. It was a discussion between Jesus and the devil. And the discussion did not take place. The devil did not appear to Jesus Christ and say, Hey, I'm devil. It took place at the realms of thought. Is that right? This scripture actually took place at the realms of thought. So it was Jesus and the devil that were conversing. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But then, now that takes me to why did the Bible then record this scripture? It is because God needed to make us to understand some certain things. Now this scripture was not recorded because God wants us to know what transpired between the devil and God. Let me tell you this. Jesus might as well not allow any of this scripture. He might, he might as well not allow this scripture to be recorded. If not that, the statement in this scripture is actually referring to not just the devil, but man also. Mm. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the devil came to him and he tempted him. He said, if you are the son of God, convert this story to God. Don't forget that Jesus was hungry. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus made a profound statement. That's the second thing. Jesus made a profound statement to the devil. And from that statement, Jesus Christ is bringing out to us the true way to live. Am, am I talking to you? Yes, he is actually telling us that, look, man, how many of us are man here? You are man now, but he's mad. Even if you say you are a woman, the last three words of woman is man. Praise the Lord. He said man, meaning that anybody born of a woman, alright, shall not live by bread alone. The entirety of this world is not the way to live. He said, but by every word that does what? That proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. That is the true meaning of life. Look, it is when you learn to live by God's word, that is when you are living. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So from this scripture, Jesus Christ has just defined. I love the fact that Jesus brought this definition very early. Are you with me? He said, look, you want to know about life? Man shall not live. By what? By bread alone. Everybody say, by bread alone. By bread alone. But by what? But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. True living is not by bread. It's not by what can satisfy the physical. Because let me tell you this. 
A life lived by bread. That word by bread simply means living entirely in the physical realm. A life lived in the physical realm will be a means meat for the devil to touch. That is why it doesn't matter the height you get to in life. If your height is not attained by spirituality, the devil can ruin you in a minute. It's a man shall not live by bread alone. You can't live that way. And hear this. There is nothing you will get on this earth that will not become old. You know, I took a visit to a Kenneth where uh, what is his name now? Awolo. And one of the things that if you get to Awolo's house, one of the things you will see there is the Mercedes Benz he used that time. If you see that Mercedes, if anybody carry that Mercedes Benz on the road now, are you with me? If anybody carry that Mercedes Benz on the road now, all the children in the street will start laughing. If you see the eyes of the Mercedes Benz, and those days, when, when, when it comes out for me, hey, it's like the world. Ah, everybody adore you. It's nonsense now. Praise the Lord. Don't worry. There was a time when this man, just because he wanted to ridicule Mercedes Benz in Nigeria, he took the latest Benz and drove it to the market and packed a way through a fork, a bushy at the beach and was driving around Lagos to tell everybody that there is nothing there. Now what am I trying to bring out? If the entirety of your life is lived on what you will get on this heart, be ready for a disappointment. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Be ready for what? A disappointment. Because no matter how beautiful this act presents itself to you, honestly speaking, you will be tired at a point. And Jesus was lending us wisdom here. And the wisdom is lending us that look, if you want to be, if you want to be free from the devil, don't live your life by the content of this world. Praise the Lord. Am I sharing something with you? Yes, sir. Don't live like that. That's not the way to live. Don't live your life on the basis of what you want to accumulate as far as this one is concerned. No matter how much house you build, no matter how beautiful it is, you cannot sleep in the entire house. Have you? You can only sleep in a room. And in that room, you can only sleep in the corner of that room. And no matter how beautiful your house is, cockroach will be there. Spider, if those ones are experts, they will build house there. Birds, some birds, 
they come visit. They will make their nest close to your house, and there's nothing you can do about it. If you drive there, they will come back. Praise the Lord. I remember the day we visited Asuro. The vet in charge of Asuro took us, you know, there's a zoo in Asuro at the back of where the presidential villa. You were there. And the man took us to the place and showed us the co-tenant that is living with the president. <laughs> then it was Ambassador. It was a about 12 foot long python that they killed inside the zoo. That python is so big, it's not a question of exaggeration. Yeah. In fatness, the size is as big as this thing. When the, when the python, he was living together at the presidential villa. Yeah, because you can't get here. The whole place, there is a bush under that is land that is uh, surrounded with ammunition. But the ammunition will not affect the snake. So the snake will come, enter into the asshole, pick one of the goats and swallow it. But that's what you just discovered that all these goats were, they were reducing. Ah, you know them? And then, when they, when they, at the moment you are finished eating, you will, there is free food. Nobody is, uh, nobody is disturbing you. And the thing was getting so big. So big. And by the time he finished, he was true with the, there were some soldiers that was there. They just discovered that some of them, Never come back. Oh, the Bible has eaten quite a number of them. Yes, very massive. When they had to kill that python, and when they had to set the trap, because they set, you know, a calf, a young uh, cow, they set it as a trap. And when the python, according to what the man told us, when the python is moving on the quota, it's like you are dragging, you know the way you drag uh, something on the quota and go, that is the way, that is the way in the head. So when they saw that this, this terrible thing was there, it was one of the soldiers that saw it and ran. So they commanded the men. The guy told us that. To get that snake down, they used two rounds of ammunition. You know what it's called, two rounds? You know those bullets that they put? That's a round. They said that three or four soldiers had to face that snake, and they will not, I'm not talking about pack, pack. I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> that the snake will rise again, and then that when they killed it, when the snake eventually went down, they had to invite the president of Basmoto to come and see it. And Baba said, She put him in that bedroom. No matter how secure your house, you don't worry. Animals will come there. 
snake will visit. That is how life is. Anything that is physical is not immune from the devil. They definitely touch it. And that is the wisdom that Jesus was lending us. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. You better don't evaluate your life by the content of what you have or what you don't have. He said, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, it is living by the word that actually guarantees living. Are you with me? Living your life by the standard of God's word, that is the true living. And I tell you what, it is possible for a man to be alive, but is not living. Do you agree with me? A man can be dead, a man can be living, but I mean, a man can be alive, but he is not living. So what Jesus is saying here is that man shall only live true life is when you live your life by the standard of God's word. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. May God grant you the grace to live. Amen. And that caught my attention. That what are you saying? The Bible said man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to say every word. Every word. That proceeds from the mouth of God. He is not talking about the logos of the world. He is talking about the realm of the world. There is a word that God releases to your own life that is peculiar to you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the whole duty of a man upon the face of the earth is to find his word. Praise the name of the Lord. Is to do what? To find your own remnant. And that's why I'm praying for you today. That in the name of Jesus, this meeting will not just be an ordinary fellowship. Amen. It will be a place where your own word will come. Amen. You remember Joseph? The Bible says, until the time that his word came, the king sent to do what? To lose him. The truth of the matter is this. When we talk about the world that proceeds from the mouth of God, let me tell you this. God speaks to everybody every day. There is a word for your day. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. There is a word that is released for you for every day. How did I know? Turn with me to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 50. Let's read it, verse 4 to 6. Isaiah 50 verse 4 to 6. The Lord God has given me the form of the learning. Good. That I should know how to speak a word in season mm-hmm. to him that is weary. To him that is weary, yeah. 
he wake you next? Now, hear this. Morning by morning. How does he wake him? How does God wake him up? He, he said, He wake my, my ears to hear as the learned. The Lord God had opened my ear. Thank you. And I was not rebellious. Thank you. Now, hear this. The truth of the matter is that unto every word that God sends to you every day, you are either obedient or rebellious. And what he's saying there is that Isaiah was talking about himself. He said, morning by morning, as long as the morning is breaking, a word is sent to you. Mm. And that is the word that you are supposed to live by that day. In any case, most of us doesn't even wake up in the morning anyway. He said, every morning, he woke me up, he woke up my ears. It is one thing for God to wake up your ears. It's another thing for you to hear what he has said. Are you following me? And God will not be guilty of whatever happens in the day. Because his intention was to wake you up early in the morning and tell you that this and this and this is what the day has to say. Are you with me? Yes. Now if you read Psalm 19, the Bible says, the Bible says, day unto day, night unto night, they do what? They do what? speech. There is something that is being released for you that day. That is the word for you. Now in the New Testament, Jesus now told us clearly, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, because every day God is speaking. Mm. And he's speaking specifically to you. And I'm going to tell you something today. You see, the word that you hear is not just the word for your day. Mm. It is the word that determines that day for you. You don't get it. When God speaks a word to you, that word will hit something in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that word will affect you. As that word affects you, the day you are going into respond to that word. Are you following me? Yes, sir. The Bible said concerning Joseph, he said, until the time that his word came. Now, what happened when his word came? He said, the king sent to lose him. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Whose word came? Joseph's word. Are you with me? Now, but when the word came, the word came to Joseph. But the word made Joseph a candidate to be honored that day. You don't understand. What I am telling you is this. When you see, the word does not respond to you. It responds to the word of God that is in you. Yes, sir. Have you noticed that if God wants to do anything, It does not necessarily change the situation. It changes the man in the situation. Yes, sir. And once the man has changed, he will begin to see the situation changing. 
you see is you don't know. Now, hear this. The way you are, your day must respond to you. Yes. Everything upon the face of the heart is revolving around the creation of man. Are you with me? If you are a correct person, everything will be correct for you. When I read that scripture about Joseph, that the Bible says, until the time that his word came, look, as far as God is concerned, it is the Joseph was in bondage because his word has not come. Mm. The day his word landed. And how did I, now you wonder, did God speak to Joseph directly? No. The day his word came, that word did not come to Joseph's person. It went to everybody necessary to effect his change. Mm. Oh, are, are, are you following me? Yes, sir. That word that was released went straight to Pharaoh's house. That word blasted Pharaoh with the revelation. Praise the Lord. That word stood up and went to the chief butler and blasted him with the remembrance of Joseph. Pass. And then. Pharaoh said, I had a dream and I cannot interpret it. The chief broker did not think twice. He said, I know a man. Mm. And on that day, Joseph slept. He woke up as a prisoner, but he slept as a prime minister. Mm-hmm. Things changed for him. He has to change. Not necessarily because things just want to change. Is the it, uh, uh, Psalm 105 was now what broke out the true revelation of what happened. That is what came. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. May your word come. Amen. And may you have ears to take that word. Amen. Let me begin to wrap up this message today. Have you gotten something? Yes, sir. If somebody's word has not come, your situation may not change. But the I love that statement. The Bible said, until the time that is working, the king said to Lucifer that he might be the ruler of his people and that he might teach his senators wisdom. That was his commission. And when that war came, nothing can resist it. May I tell you what? The word, when you live by the word that proceeds from the mouth of God, it is you that will change. And once you have changed, the endless expectation of every creature in awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm. The moment the sons of God manifest, they mm. also change. Mm. Your situation changed to the extent of the world that is moving your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's not deceive ourselves as Christians. It's time for you to make up your mind to live by the standard of God's word. It's time for you to desire and crave for your own word. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, when God met Moses, 
The only question he asked him, for how many years was Moses in the house of Jethro? For 40 years. He was shepherding flock until he got to the mountain of the Most High. And God did the drama. The bush was burning, and the bush was not consumed. Praise the Lord. That was an adage to Moses. That I am the factor that consumed inside the fire. Praise the Lord. A fire that does not have a God factor cannot be a consuming fire. So he never knew. All he saw was that the bush was burning and the bush was not consumed. He didn't know that the consuming factor of every fire is a personality. The day that personality entered with Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego, the fire couldn't burn them. Because the factor that makes a fire consume is not is a is a personality. And what the personality and that's what the Bible said, and God spoke from the fire. I said, Moses, I've had the prize of my people. I'm going to send you. And Moses said, God, I cannot go. God said, you will go. He said, okay, God, if I have to go, show me a sign that you have sent me. And God said, drop the rod in your hand. And I like the question of God. I said, what is in your hand? Mm. He said, the rod. He said, drop it. And when you drop the rod, what did the rod become? Yes. What did Moses do when he saw Scott? He fled. Bible said he fled away. So that means that, really, all the while that Moses had been walking around, he had been holding snake all along. Mm. And he didn't know. No wonder people didn't follow him. Mm. But because there was something that each time they see him, he said, ah, bro, he ah, ah, mm. 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 ah, every negativity that is that people are seeing. I will not make them to favor you. It will drop to In the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. And then God said, and God said, now pick that snake from the tail. Praise the Lord. From the tail. Everybody say from the tail. From the tail. You don't pick a snake from the tail. It will bite you. I'm a vet doctor. Praise God. <laughs> You don't attempt to pick a snake from the tail. That is the most dangerous game you will play. Because that snake will come back and bite you. You pick a snake from the head. Because there is a junction there called the temple mandibular junction. Once there is a nerve that passes through that junction, naturally, once you hold the head of the snake, uh -huh. it will open its mouth. And the front of the snake cannot bite sideways. It can only bite front. I thought you were doing the snake. So don't go He said, pick it from the tail so that we can test your, your test of boldness, bro. Mm. And you know, if there's anybody that knows the character of the snake, it's the full of man that is shepherd. Mm. So Moses is well acquainted with snakes enough. So he knows. Then he picked it. And the snake became a lot. And then God said, now you know. I don't need the problem. My problem is not fear and Egypt. My problem is you. If I can be through with you, they will hear me. They will have to. And then Moses says, excuse me, sir. 
This thing you are doing is too magical. Give me another proof. Then God said, put your hand in your armpit. Everybody say armpit. And he put his hand into his armpit. By the time he brought the hand, what was, his, what was in his hand? How do you expect that man to prosper with a leprous hand? Look, this world is principally spiritual. Don't let anybody fool you. Everything that you see in the physical is a product of an event in the spiritual world. Yes, sir. Something is happening. And I ask myself, somebody that is having a leprous hand, what can he hold that will stay with him? When you are getting with the fuller, it can only be destructive, it cannot be constructive. No wonder Brock was 40 years in the wilderness. Hmm. Yeah, because if you hear the story of Moses very well, you will be the hmm. Moses at the age of 40, he was a shepherd. Yeah. And then we will have to thank God for the wife that married him. So if you are the sincerely sister, what would you do? The brother you want to marry, he has no job. Mm. He is living in your father's house. Mm. Now, how many of you pray that when you get married, you will be living in your father's house? Mm. How many sisters pray that prayer? Mm. So you have to thank God for the life of his brother that married him, that dear to marry him. <laughs> and to make matters worse, you know when they are at home and they are discussing, I must have said, huh? What? Gone and those days when I was in the palace. I was saying, you have stayed in the palace of war and these days. All the monuments in it are built by the grace of God. In fact, Pharaoh used to be my adopted father. I, I used to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter. They know me very well. We all grew together. Ramses, Francis, Victoria, and the major architect that gave the evidence. If she was to be a young bad girl, you know what she would do? She would find the adversary. She said, well, I'm going to do Tomorrow morning, I will be with her. She said, no need to be open up my young. No, she didn't come out. Ah! Once I see her, I will need them. <laughs> <laughs> I won't wear it. Won't you do that as a woman? How can you leave the beauty of Egypt and the suffering here in this wilderness? Ah, well, I'm bad as you. And we are coming to a want to be. I wanted to drive me in the chariots of horses. I say, who is that? Uh, it's Moses' wife, praise the Lord. Sisters, who do you like that? So he had a lot of problems. <laughs> praise the Lord. But as far as God is concerned, the problem was not with him. I'm sorry, the problem was not Egypt. The problem was him. He needed to get him in the right focus. And when his work came, it changed. The leprosy in his hands left. The snake he was holding was transformed. Do you realize? 
that that same Lord behave to Moses. He will just throw the Lord up. And if you try to do this, if it is one snake that is standing there, you eat of And it will remain safe. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that same rock, ah, the rock that we go to is, I said, if you don't take care of me now, you will point to Lagoon. And you know that we will not let Uh uh. Some will look with you for somebody like that. I said, come, 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 This road, we have very tough in one state. All we need is for this road to be in this state. What is that? That was why God made sure that the act of covenant was missing. Because people will come that thing into something else. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So what am I telling you? You live by the Lord. May your word come. Amen. And as your word comes, may you live by that word. Amen. That is what makes life meaningful. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what makes life okay. May your word come. Amen. May your word come. Amen. To the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you not just be a frivolous person. May the devil not interfere in the course of your life. Amen. Jesus borrowed us with his benefits. So you know what to do? Don't live by the physical. Live by the spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Live from inside to outside. Don't live from outside to inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he was trying to tell us that look. That has been my principle from the beginning. When God created man in Genesis, Bible said he made man in his own image, isn't it? And after a while, he looked at the man that he has created. He said, it is not good for this one to be alone. He said, I will make him what? A helpmate. And when he wanted to make him a helpmate, I would have thought that God will simply bring the woman, isn't it? No. Woman, woman out with him. The first thing that God did was to make the man, was to create animals, and he brought the man and said, Name them. Because he knew that for that man to be able to name those animals, it means that that man can establish the destinies of those animals. Because as far as the Bible is concerned, name is not a tag of identity, it is the script you have come to play in the drama of life. Are you following me? So when the Bible says he named the animals, it's not that he just said, you, lion, you. No. He pronounced that name and those animals began to behave the way he pronounced their names. And why did God do that? God was only telling the man, I did not only say you are God, you actually carry the power of the enemy. Because it is the enemy that saved and so shall it be. And that is the way you are to live. You are not to live by the outside, you are to live from the inside. And then, the Bible said, and when there was none of them that could make the help of the man, the Bible said, and God made the man to fall into a deep sea. And then he opened the man. 
and brought what he was looking for from the inside of him. And brought it out and created the woman. And when the man saw the woman, he said, this is the bone of my bone, this is the flesh of my flesh, she shall be called a woman. But as far as God is concerned, that is your help. In other words, when you need help, don't look outside, look inside. Yes, sir. Because your help is actually in the inside. Oh, may God give us understanding. Amen. Beloved, don't live from the outside to the inside. Mm. Live from the inside to the outside. And I'm going to round up on this note. You know there was a day when there was a ship. There was a ship problem in Mark chapter 4. That Jesus Christ was going to meet the madman of Gadara, isn't it? Yes, sir. Now Jesus and he told his disciples, he said, let us do what? Cross over to the other side. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And as they were going, the Bible said, is top, started unprepared. Abi. And the storm started blowing their ship. But the Bible recorded something fantastic. He said, but Jesus Christ was sleeping on a pillow. Mm. Talk to me. Yes, sir. Jesus was sleeping where? On a pillow. The Bible wrote pillow here. Yes, sir. When you get to the hostel today, try and experiment. Take your pillow. Put a bucket of water on your pillow. Bring it to your room, put it on your bed, and attempt to sleep with it. Praise the Lord. That will give you the impression that the Bible is saying. That's why, when the Bible said, while the storm was about to take over the ship, the pillow was wet, Jesus was still sleeping. Hmm. And when Peter went to him, Peter said, Care is not. Meaning that this is not sleepable, this is carelessness. <laughs> look at it, look at what is happening. Everybody is running around you, you are listening. Meanwhile, just before then, somebody wanted to follow Jesus, and Jesus said, Foxes have rules, bear happiness, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. That day, he found a place to lay his head. <laughs> and he slept, and he was sleeping, and Peter could not understand. I know I know she for us here, <laughs> we are seasoned fishermen. You are the son of Capita. Go back to Galicia. Go back to Galicia. Trust me. I will. I pity you. <laughs> I pity you. Are you are seasoned. What kind of speed is this? And then Jesus will. And Bob said, Jesus looked at the stone and said, Peace be still. Why? Because Jesus knew that the storm, the storm that will capsize his boat is yet to be created. Mm -hmm. No wonder he says it is the peace of the inside that handles the trouble of the house. Yes, sir. Jesus was sleeping. He had to sleep because the time of crisis is actually the time to sleep for a spiritual man. And you know what he told him? He says, Oh, give me of little feet. 
how long am I still going to stay with you? Meaning that all the running around that Peter and Paul were doing, if they did to look at that stone and say, Peace be still, the stone will still have been still. But they never said that because the devil only gave them a job to do. The devil magnified the problem beyond the capacity of that problem. Mm. Let me tell you this. The fear of death is more terrible than death itself. Because a death that is serious will not be mm. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Tobacco, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you that is the truth. And Jesus said, peace be still, and everything was still. And Jesus looked at him and said, how long am I going to be with you? Mm. You've got to understand that it is not everything you run around for. Every problem usually comes with no solution. Mm. As a matter of fact, problem and solution is just a problem, is solution from inside out. Mm. If you are calm a little bit and rest of God, every problem comes with its own solution. Praise God. That is the way to live, beloved. I'm not hiding you, I am telling you scriptures. Now I'm praying that the Lord will grant you revelation. Amen. Hear this very well. The physical world thrives on information. The spiritual world thrives on revelation. Those two things are different. We don't live by information. We live by revelation. Write it down in capital letters. We live by revelation. May God give you the revelation for your life. Amen. That you may be living by that revelation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me wrap it up here. You know, my wife said something while she was leading the prayers. She talked about David and Goliath. The Bible said when David got to the point, to the point of the battle, he had what Goliath said. Mm. But you see, there are two hearings in that battle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every other armies that were there, as a matter of fact, David was not even an army there. Mm. He had Goliath. But he had Goliath rightly. Mm. Praise the Lord. He didn't hear Goliath the way other people had him. Bible says the other people had him, saying, Give me a man. Who can fight me? That I hear not the soldiers of Saul? David didn't hear that. Mm. What David heard was that this is an uncircumcised Philistine yes, that is defiling the armies of the living God. That is the revelation. was concerned or as far as Israel was concerned this is a Goliath that is impossible 
to defeat. But that was not what David had. What David had is that this is a Goliath that is big enough such that I can't miss him. Yes, this one is about. it to be. Anywhere in Bangbala, I know. Mm. Are you following me? Yes, sir. David was not in what he was hearing. May you hear well. Amen. What he was hearing was completely different from what the entire Israel were hearing. They were hearing the threats of Goliath. But David was simply seeing and thus concise Philistine. Mm. Because when he was young and he was with Jesse, his father, the father would say, you know what? We are people of covenant. Yes, and we have a covenant. Maybe he went to give, you know, circumcision is cutting the previous on the male child. Alright? It's circumcised the male child. Maybe David went to give one day and said, but please, mommy, how come? Why did you say, ah, it's a token of the covenant. It's a covenant? What? Anybody that is not circumcised, you can keep the person. Are you? You're right. He says, yes. And anywhere he circumcised, anybody that carries this circumcision, if you are fighting like this, Jehovah God will leave heaven mm. and hold your hand mm. and be punching your head. Mm. So he had that. And so when he saw the lion, and the lion came and took the sheep, something rose up and I said, No, 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 no. no. It is an anathema for this sheep, for this lion. The lion killed it. Don't worry. If you move close to it, Jehovah himself will rise up. That was what he did the bones. And by the time he was through with the Lord, he knew, he had a testimony that the covenant works. Yes, sir. Nobody can, can, can tell me a lie on that. That's when he saw Goliath, I did. Who did you say? Where did you say he's from? I said, Goliath of God. Among the villains that are in it. This one will die. Mm. Ah, this one will die. And he said, I will go. And then another voice came, the voice of discouragement. Mm. The brother said, What are you doing? I know the nothingness of your heart. By the way, who did you leave the sheep? The little sheep of our pastor. Who did you leave them with? Because why are you here? Why are you here? You came to show your nothingness. Who is actually naughty? Among somebody that has been chosen. And the other people who are going to refuse and reject me. Mm. When Samuel got to their house, those are the set of men that God refused and rejected. Mm. And they were the ones that constituted the front line of the battle. Mm. Why would the battle die? Mm. Why would they die? Mm. But when the right man that has the word came, he knew that this one is finished because he had the revelation. May God give you the revelation. Amen. May God give you the revelation of who you are. Amen. I, I, I'm sure David said that anointing that that uh, Baba Samuel gave me cannot be in vain. Mm. Yes, I know what it means. 
The same anointing that qualifies you, Saul, to come to this battle is the same anointing I had. Mm. This man with that, he had the revelation. He was clear. May you see things the way God is seeing it. May you not see things the way men is showing you. Because men will always tell you the wrong things. Mm. They will always tell you, uh, let me tell you, when I say the wrong thing, in the spirit realm, there is nothing like wrong or right. It is either, it is that, it is either the truth or it is not. Revelation is the truth. So even when men are telling you the right thing, a right thing may not be the truth. Are you following? Yes, sir. If anything that does not tally with what the word of God agrees with cannot be the right thing. And of course, cannot be the truth. So it is not what anybody calls you that matters. It is what you answer that matters. Mm. Amen. 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 Let us take it at this point tonight. Live by the revelation of God's word. That is the way to live. Have you realized about it? Did you get something tonight? Yes, sir. Live by the word of God. Live by revelation. Thank you. 
responding to you. Hallelujah. I see things responding to you.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your worst will come. Your world will come. Amen. The world that will cause anything that has held you bound to lose you. In the name of Jesus, Amen. that world come to you from today. Thank you. 